0: You we have a hello.
1: Huh? You're listening to the Don't Go Postal podcast with Donovan Stroud. <music> So, what this we- is the Don't Go Postal Podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm here with Timmy Clasius. Oh, Hello, Timmy. What's up? So, we were just talking about nothing just then, and this is the uh, start of this thing. How you doing? I'm doing good.
0: Doing good.
1: What's up? How's the pandemic treating you? The pandemic is treating me well. You know, I'm becoming a better worker. Yeah. On the job, you know?
0: Me too. I'm an essential worker. What do you do exactly? I'm a warehouseman at a UPS warehouse.
1: So you just put shit in boxes? I move boxes. Move boxes. Yeah. So there's shit already in them. Yeah, all sorts of stuff in there. So you don't pack anything?
0: No. Okay. And I do hardware, so the boxes I do move is either longer than six feet in length or over 70 pounds or
1: both. So you're used to seeing... All different kinds of shapes and trying to figure out the best yeah. way to grab a hold of them. Definitely. Right. Full body, grasping things. Right. Yeah. I experienced that earlier today. I had to get up on the roof and clean the gutters. And, you know, getting the extendable ladder, Yeah. you know, and, and doing that is a, a lot of work. That's a chore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never cleaned gutters. Never? No. Well, you've never owned a home. never owned a home, yet. yeah. That's very
0: homeowner. That's yeah, exactly. homeowner aesthetic.
1: <laughs> you had a cup of joe. <laughs> had a cup of joe and then uh, cleaned the gutters. You stretch like, oh, I gotta clean the gutters today. Oh, no. I, me and my wife watch this designer show and they say, I feel gutted whenever British. they... Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, I feel gutted right now. <laughs> that was the gutter when you were gutting it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, because, uh, yeah, they were being gutted. Yeah. And you work as a postman? Yes. Okay, it's like a tale of two cities. How so? And what do you mean? I don't know the reference. It's like, you're from
0: one side of the tracks, I'm from the other side of the tracks. You're part of the post office, I'm part of the private post office. Well, we're Rivals. I wouldn't call UPS private We're what the postal service
1: thinks they are. How is that? I don't know. I'm not going to argue that. I've only worked there for four months. No, we got to get into our characters for when we become uh, rivals. I'd be
0: more aggressive if I, if I was like a UPS driver. You really should quit the warehouse and become a driver. You should transfer. That's the goal, though, for everyone. It's not easy. Really? So you're yeah. trying to get to that. I would love to be a driver, yeah. that Pretty cool. They get paid way more than us. Have you gone to anyone to talk to them? No. There's like a list that you sign up on every few months. It It hasn't presented itself to me yet. I've only been there four months. My brother has worked there over a year, and he says every once in a while a list comes up. You sign it. And if you're lucky, they'll approach you about being a driver. All you need is a high school education. You've been there for four months. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. I have been rising to the ranks, though. In the warehouse? Yeah. What did you start doing? I I started just unloading trucks, which is what a lot of people just do. They never stray from that. Like long trailers. And then they put me on another, a a sort aisle. It's like the other side of people unloading. They unload it, put it on a conveyor belt, it comes to us on sort, and then we put it on the correct belt, conveyor belt. I also do that. And then once I got, once I had been doing that, they trained me to do hardware which is like what I was describing, and then after a while of doing that, they trained me to drive the train. It's like, if you've been to an airport, you know like those little buggies people drive with the luggage? Yeah. It's like that, but the luggage is heavy boxes, and you drive it around the, like the warehouse campus, there's like outside parts and inside parts, and you drive it around, and that's what I do now. So you have gone up. Yeah, there's no pay increase. And most people don't like hardware anyways, but I have the ability to do many things there. I'm like a jack of all trades. So I feel like conceivably I could be a driver. I think so conceivably. Yeah. It's only been four months and I I can do a lot of stuff there. So driving feels
1: like it would fit into the, you know? Into your trajectory. Yeah. Because you've been going up this whole time. And once you sign that sheet, man, they're going to be looking for someone else exactly. that's been advancing and doesn't stay in one mm-hmm. spot. They're
0: going to be like, this guy drives the train. It drives already
1: in in there, you know? Now just let me drive the bigger thing. And the people that are content staying at whatever warehouse position they're yeah. at, they're not going to sign that list.
0: Exactly. Pretty. And, you know, I know how to do a lot of stuff. It, it proves that I have a brain.
1: I can learn things. When did you get your license and start driving? Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. I think I started at 15. Well, yeah, I got my learner's permit at
0: 15. I got my license and I was driving alone at 17. It took me a while. I failed my first driver's test. Did you really? At 16 years old, yeah. And then I didn't take it again
1: until I was 17 for several reasons. Do you avoid trying to fail at things you think you might fail at?
0: No, I came in confident. I thought for sure I was going to pass it. The problem was I was moving. It was like I was taking the test a day before I was moving across the country. At sixteen, and I failed it, and then I just, you know, was in a whole new state. Have you could, moved across the country? Yeah, I went from Minnesota to South Carolina, and I failed my driver's test right before I moved to South Carolina. So then it took me, I had no real motivation to get my license, but also, I didn't know like who to go to and stuff like that. You know. Eventually, I just went to the DMV. Turns out that's the spot to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <You wouldn't. laughs> yeah. Guess that first yeah. time. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't know that. But I failed it because I pulled out in front of someone. Like, I failed immediately. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm a good driver. They didn't let you
1: redeem it after one little thing.
0: No, he failed because I didn't yield to the guy. So that's just automatic fail. Because wow. I couldn't see. I was taking the test and I was parked in the parking lot and I was backing out
1: and I backed out in front of a car. That was a mistake. If I'm UPS, right, I'm listening to this podcast and and I'm going to say, you know what, Timmy doesn't need to be a driver. It shows my
0: ability to adapt. I stayed low for a year. I came back and just switched from the three point line. Got my license. Delivered pizza for two and a half years behind the wheel of a car. That's something.
1: So you're a man that not only learns from their mistakes, but capitalizes on the lessons. Goes in, yeah. Makes
0: it his job to drive. As a young man. 18 to 22.
1: That thing happens and you're like, never again.
0: Yeah, I was terrified of driving. How were you with driving when you first started? Scared or were you cool under pressure? I've always just been a speed unit. I was so scared. I would avoid merging. I would try to stay within cities. I hated the interstate. But now I don't care. Now, you drive how fast? As fast as I want. <laughs> I mean, fast as I'll go is like 85. Oh, the police, they're listening. They're going to get you. In, on the Autobahn in Germany. Let me look out the window. His <laughs> license
1: plate is...
0: I took an Uber. My license <laughs> is suspended. <laughs> that,
1: that doesn't look like an Uber. I don't see any Uber guy on there. In there. There's a guy waiting in there. He must be a midget, because I don't see him at the driver's He's window. He's smoking behind the car. All right. So, when did you start comedy? I did my first open mic
0: when I was 18. In, in um, do you know where the comedy house is in Columbia?
1: The? I think they do Wild uh, Out. Decker? Yeah. yeah.
0: That's where I did my first open mic.
1: That's... That's a hell of a first place to do your yeah, first. Yeah, it opening. is a little crazy, right? And I brought my mom and her coworkers. Oh wow! And so you bond in front of your mom and his yes. coworkers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What what bits did you try? Oh, for, for those that are just uh, unaware, <laughs> uh, the comedy house is a predominantly black crowd. Yeah, it's an urban room. As it's an say. urban room, and Timmy is white. Midwestern. He is, yeah. you know. Just like a pacey old just regular yep. white guy. Yeah,
0: milk toast.
1: Yes. So, what bits did you try in this in this room?
0: Well, I was going with the perspective of a guy from the Midwest. So, my thought process, going into a blind, I didn't know it was an all-urban room. I might have altered my set knowing that. I had my set list just all about Southern people and the differences between the North and the South. But like you think in your head, that's like five minutes. You go up there, it's like 60 seconds, and you're shake, your voice is shaking, and you're scared. The light's bright. So it was, it was a bad bomb. And my my mom was front row with her coworkers. And we were the only white people there, so like we got zeroed in on. I know they put us in the front for a reason. It was to get us.
1: Oh, yeah. And they got us good. At least, you know, they could have been drunk, your family, for the, the whole thing, because <sighs> they just forced drinks down your throat there. I it's know. like a two-drink minimum. Yep.
0: And it was an open mic that they pasted in front of a show, and I was the only one to show up for the open mic. So it was me, the host, and the headliner. Wow. Like I was the opener. And people got pictures with me afterwards. Because oh. I was an anomaly, I think. It's not because I did well. It's because I was the white guy there, and they're like, keep following your dreams. So he just opens for a headliner, your first ever... Yeah, Black Casper. I remember his name. I don't remember the host's name, but the headliner's name was Black Casper, with <laughs> <for> the K.
1: <laughs> That's so hilarious. At the post office in the mornings, before we get to the routes, we have to be in an office. Yeah. And we're just standing in like a cubicle. It's like three walls, one on your left, one on your right, one in front of you. Yeah. And we're just putting up letters and magazines into these tiny slots, and it has the whole route in order.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, every now and then, somebody will be like, woo, just real loud. They'll say that. Yeah. And then somebody will be like, get them, Casper. Because that woo is from Casper sticking his finger up your butt. Okay. <laughs> so that guy's just, that's his thing? is That's Casper's thing, yeah. It's just sticking fingers up people's butts.
0: So it's, is the reference like Casper the ghost is doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it one guy that does that every time?
1: It's a... Is it black probably Casper? Probably a group of, there is a black guy that does it. He'll that he'll he'll say good, Casper, and sometimes I don't know if he doesn't really woo as much. He's he's sick of it. He quit the rat race. <laughs> There's a bunch of things we say at like at the post office or at Like we'll do animal sounds. Okay. It's like I could bad. <laughs> we say a bunch of stuff at the post office. Go ahead, get you an animal noise.
0: I was gonna say something else. Other things you say at the post office, crazy things, like. um like the n-word you guys ever say the n-word at the post office no (laughs) let's move on from that (laughs) okay what was that (laughs) it's like we say crazy things at the post office that's just where my mind (laughs) is just like whispering the n-word I don't think into the mailbox
1: someone's gonna get that letter (laughs) do you think about that word a lot
0: yeah I listen to too much rap the n-word in my head yeah I have it tatted on me (laughs) <laughs> what? not the n-word just the n-word it says the n-word you just
1: think about the n-word yeah, that I, much.
0: I don't say it even you don't say it ever no I just think it the yeah. n-word I think the n-word right yeah it doesn't even cross my mind that's how
1: taboo it is it just comes out of the n-word yeah right? Yep. see that sucks cause uh, sometimes in my head it would just be flat out n-word like and I like the whole thing spoken out yeah <laughs> like and I'll just hear it sometimes you wake up in a cold sweat just that word
0: just <laughs> wreck in the forefront of your brain That's right it's like intense it's your ancestors calling out to you I do have uh,
1: you know some ancestors so that could be it uh-huh. but let's not go there how, how long probably... have you been in the south <laughs> how many generations <laughs> that was that was probably some shenanigans going on there for sure. Okay. But, you know, you don't want that to keep popping in your head. So, you know, you say a little prayer of the homie Jesus. Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, get this shit out of my head. Like, it keeps popping up in my head. And so I need your help to, yeah. to fucking stop this from continuing on. And he's like, the only answer my son is more. <laughs> <laughs> exposure
0: therapy. <laughs> no, uh, I do listen to a lot of rap, though. But I don't say the N-word. Just have that on record. Yeah, you already
1: said that you don't say it. But you did say that you think it.
0: I think not the actual word. I stand by that. You
1: think the N-word, yeah. but not the actual word. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes like that the actual word just pops into my mind. I'm like, get that out of here. Yeah, as long as you don't just
0: scream it at
1: Like, like it'll be just like a white person that walks by, and then boom, it pops up in
0: my head. Yeah. But we're at the age where we grew up with kids saying it. White people, not racistly.
1: Yeah, just, that's weird. If you
0: grew up playing Xbox Live, you had at least one friend that said it on Xbox Live playing Call of Duty. Yeah, and that one friend might be a scientist today, or you know, a doctor. But when hey, you look at country,
1: like a country guy saying it in like uh, urban way.
0: Totally, with the with the a at the end.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and just... sometimes they have like a deep voice, and you're like, okay, he sounds like he could be. Give yeah, him the pass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's putting a little umph on it. He's got. He's like a Georgia Southern black guy.
0: Yeah. Totally.
1: But then you f- you find out due to his you know Blue Lives Matter or something that he yeah <laughs> he's a white guy. Yeah. Totally. He, something on his Xbox profile gives it away. Yeah, somewhere in the bio, there's a there's there's a
0: clue of MAGA thing
1: right something like that How, But could you be maga and still say that in support of you know like in an say urban it in support yeah i think you could say it and then in your head kind of
0: justify it as being like uh, you know I, I have a lot of black friends sort of thing and you may happen to be a conservative i'm sure those people exist but even the
1: most racist people love tupac Love the fuck? Love Tupac. Love Tupac. Yeah. Even the most racist people love Tupac. Okay. Would you agree? Michael Jackson comes
0: on. Racist guy says what? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) What does he say? Oh, he's kind of a white guy. Does he kind of try to rep him?
1: Does he say it's bad? Does he lie and say it's bad music? Do you think white people would try and convince black people to like change color if they could on purpose yeah like, be like all right come join this plot. i think
0: they wouldn't say it but once they did it they would be like he's one of us now <laughs> sort of a thing man like if michael jackson didn't have all those things hovering around his name i think white people might have claimed him more because growing up i thought he was a white guy you show me older pictures of michael jackson i don't you're like him. who's that who's that guy yeah i didn't know i was like nine when he died or something I saw the Jackson Five on the TV the other day, and you didn't recognize him probably.
1: I uh, seriously, we were in a, uh, a store. I won't say exactly where. Uh, Ooh, it rhymes me. with uh, "broke store." I'm stumped. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. But anyways, <laughs> they had on the TV Jackson Five, and I was like, bum, "Bum bum bum bum." He's had hits since he was like six. He's the first Justin Bieber. Oh man, I don't think Justin Bieber went through the type of shit that Michael had probably went through to get there, though. Like, who's to say that they didn't fuck with him a little bit to make sure that he was going to be a superstar? Like, I've heard theories I've about... I've heard that his
0: dad's intense. Yeah. Yeah, but Justin Bieber's dad doesn't seem like a walk in the park.
1: I haven't seen anything
0: about... He seems like dad. like just a white trash, you know, like, Canadian guy.
1: Canadian, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They're, they're both Canadian. And, you know, I think you get used to just people being jerks around you. Yeah. Justin Bieber's got a lot of life to live, though. He, he could
0: still kind of turn into a Michael Jackson.
1: I mean, he's, he's got the potential. The the level of, like, star... I, I think he's, he's probably right up there with how Michael was back then. Probably the equivalent. Uh, if not now, he was... You he, know, was he was younger. for woman yeah. Because uh, he's just been off and on in the spotlight, you know. Whenever he kind of he fell off, yeah, he just got
0: married and he's kind of just chilling.
1: Well, yeah, that's but, what you do when you get married—you chill. You do. Yeah, you but the if gutters.
0: he decided not to do that, and I mean, not to like put bad voodoo on him, but he's got a lot. I very much suspect that he'll probably get divorced. There's no way Justin Bieber does Get
1: out of here. I and will not have that. He
0: will get divorced, and then he's going to come out with some crazy music. That's what I'm waiting for.
1: I will not have that on this podcast. No, Justin Bieber. You know Bieber. he's cheating on his wife. Oh, if that's the case, he you will know get know
0: He's divorced. not Christian. He's a
1: liar. You think? No way. He can't swing that? Like, hey, it was in the name of the Lord, you know? like this girl's on her deathbed and you know he's like I don't know if I can do what your wish is yeah cause I'm married and she's like I'll die if you don't and then he's, he's, he's like alright the lord wants me to do this got to yeah I wonder what the wife would think of that <laughs> she might just be like you know what I would've done the same thing you get a pass
0: you're Justin Bieber
1: i surprised he doesn't have kids yet
0: it has gotta be coming
1: Hmm. I don't know if the world's ready for Justin to be a dad.
0: This is the Justin
1: Bieber segment.
0: Why not? <laughs> I'm ready for him to be a dad.
1: He's 25? 26. I can imagine him just like slowly becoming Kevin Fetterline oh. and just like getting like a fat dad bod going on, start yeah. smoking cigarettes once he becomes a dad. That'd be hilarious like Elvis
0: just blows up starts taking pills
1: wow so (laughs) earlier you were like I don't want to put any bad juju I'm putting all the bad juju on him you said voodoo I said juju what's more offensive (laughs) (laughs) well we're saying juju twice in one voodoo I think juju is probably more offensive maybe there's synonyms um what were we saying about Justin Bieber with the uh he's gonna die like elvis yeah yeah you're like i'm not gonna put any bad voodoo on him but yeah he's like elvis who also had a a horrible fate he died of a broken heart elvis did yeah so you think justin bieber will if if that divorce happens yeah i see what you're doing it's along the same line of theory sort of like you know chris brown (laughs) okay how so what's up yeah, Chris there?
0: Brown was famous when he was like 15, 16. Huge star. and this Never as big as JB, though. Might be because of a certain event. Well, yeah. He beat the fuck out of Rihanna. He did do that. But he's come, he's trying to come back. But you can read stories about him, and he just seems like an animal. And I feel like Justin Bieber's got to be in that vein. At least,
1: not if not now, at least at some point. I mean, he's had moments, uh, Justin Bieber. He's got to be a lunatic. Like peeing in that one uh, thing. Did you see that clip? It was like in public. He peed in public in like a.
0: Yeah, he was like racing Bugatti's in LA. When He's he was had like some, 18. some
1: things. Yeah. But you know, JB might hit me up and like want to do the podcast sometime in the future. That'd be a big get. Dude, that would be a huge get. You'd have to beat him up. You think you could? I
0: think I could beat up Justin Bieber. Have you seen him box? I think I could still beat him up. I don't know. I thought I could. Maybe. I have probably 80 pounds on him.
1: If I didn't beat up Justin Bieber, I would kill myself. Yeah, it'd be rough. He's older, though. Like, I would fight him. Like, I would die trying to fight yeah. him. Yeah. I wonder how tall he is. Uh, I think nine? he's like six foot. I want to say problem. he's like six foot. Six foot. Because the Baldwin girl is pretty tall, too. I she think. is.
0: Tattooed up. I've seen him box. I've never even worn boxing gloves. Is her dad... Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Is he the one in Biodome? He's kind of like the more gaunt looking one. I don't know if
1: he was... I've never seen Biodome. If you've never seen Biodome, it's mm. got Poly Shore and... and uh, I've never seen a Poly Shore movie. Well, you're missing out. Mm. Biodome is where you should start. And mm-hmm. then... I saw I, a
0: documentary I, actually about him.
1: About... Poly uh, Shore. Okay. Current-day Poly Shore. Okay. It's dark. I mean, yeah, he's been around the comedy store his whole life. I know. Yeah. He's just really bleak. He was, like,
0: touring just weird venues. And, like, hillbillies would come out to see him because they knew him from Biodome and things lesser than Biodome. And he would, like, have a little clicker and he would click every seat to make sure he wasn't getting shorted. It's just weird. I didn't like it. He just... And he was talking about, like, his stories on the road and how he'd, like, hook up with girls. And he was, like, hooking up with this girl who was, like, in her 40s and they were both drunk and it was, just... it was a real messy documentary. It was a real grimy. What's it called? you know? It was on either Amazon Prime or Hulu. Okay. On demand. I don't remember what it was called, though.
1: I can look it up as we continue to talk. It was good, talk. yeah. <sighs> We if you should.
0: like stand-up comedy and you want to see kind of like weird behind-the-scenes stuff like that, it's a good documentary to watch.
1: like Paul Shore Stands Alone. That's what it's called. Yep. Is it? Does it say what it's on? Uh, we can watch movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, so it might have moved. Definitely Amazon Prime. That's what I have, so that makes sense. One of them. That I have. And uh, some other... You know, not so trustworthy websites, but you can. I'm watch. sure you can get it on like iTunes and Apple TV if you're that kind of guy. So I want to check that out. But, but I mean, yeah, the Comedy Store has has been around for fucking ever, man. Yeah, did, did, you, was, did you have a chance to go there when you were in LA? I did, yeah. So tell us, tell us about that. Uh,
0: the open mic's cool. I never got on the open mic's really hard to get onto, that's the problem. And it's right in like the center of Hollywood, that's another problem. So Parkinson a nightmare. Mm. And you gotta get there like six PM or five PM or something. Like it's daylight out and you gotta go put your name on the list and they pull names out of a hat, like ten or fifteen names. Out of hundreds. The line to sign up's massive and you recognize like people, it's just all open micers. And it's just worth it because um, the Comedy Stores is the coolest um, club. So, even just you just hang out on the front patio as an open micer, even if you don't get called up, it's still cool to like hang out. You kind of like see celebrities, right? Yeah, it's fun. Like, I saw um, Bobby Lee just walked by me, and I, I was like, it's Bobby Lee. It was, he's one of my favorite podcasters and comedians. There's people like that, like Jack Knight. I don't know if you know who that is. No. He's a comedian that I like. I saw him there. All these people I'm just too scared to talk to, but just seeing them was very exciting. Tony Hinchcliffe. Saw him? Saw him, yeah. He's very active in the open mic scene. Oh, yeah? Kill Tony is the same day as the open mic, and it is an open mic. That's awesome. So if you don't get up on the open mic in whatever room it's in, you can still get on Kill Tony.
1: So there's two. There's, like, an open mic Mm -hmm. and then Kill Tony.
0: Yeah, but Kill Tony is the one people want to get on. And people will pay... Because with Kill Tony, you sign up and you got to pay to get in. And then they call you in the show. So, like, that's how they make money is all the open micers come. And there's, like, 50 open micers in there. And they call up maybe 10 to do, like, a minute and then interview them. Like a guest comedian. Yeah. So that's what all the open micers want to get on. But I never... I've, like, never been... Even in, because I didn't have any money, so I didn't even get into those. But there were open micers that you knew. I don't remember the names, but like they would get in there, and then Tony would like them and have them come back, and they could kind of like skip the sign up
1: thing. Yeah, if I've there seen were that money. a couple of times. Yeah, like uh, it's kill Tony. it's like a
0: cool opportunity.
1: Yeah, kill Tony, dude. Yeah. I had the uh, uh, idea of getting an RV and following them around at one point I was like yeah let's just do it that is a good idea because
0: they get regulars
1: you know yeah yeah because I mean you get notice on that show but you know I know yeah
0: um and then I did get booked on a comedy store show
1: the lawyer or the LA
0: LA oh shit and but I didn't go to it what for reasons that we can get into well, let's let's get into it. all right so um, my girlfriend at the time worked in the Palisades for those of you who don't who aren't familiar with the LA area the Pacific Palisades is like a little town like on the edge of Malibu where all the celebrities live it's like a really bougie little like village I guess they would call it and it's just like its own little tiny town very get out you know just like successful people walking around, nice cars. She got a job at like a little handbag store within, cause it's like everything you could walk to there. And it's like little shops. Yeah, and she got into She a got a store. job at a shop because she knew this girl she went to high school with, her dad moved to LA as like a realtor type guy slash photographer. But loaded. He, yeah, loaded, loaded white guy. His daughter worked at like a boutique in the Palisades And they were old friends, so she hit her up and was like, can you get me a job here? And then they got her an interview at this bag shop because they knew each other, the owners. That's how she got that job. So she was working there and met this kid. I don't want to say his name, I guess. I could say his first name, maybe. You don't even have to say I don't have to say his first name. She met this kid. He was a security guard, but they only hired locally. So he lived in the area just like with his dad who Uh owned a boutique in LA okay so he's also rich and they became friends and then she introduced me to him he was just like some stoner type druggie kid we became friends and then he invited us into his circle with this other kid who I'm not gonna say his name but his dad was a producer on movies and stuff like that okay and I met them and the dad was nice to me and liked me and he knew a guy who booked a show at the comedy store so he told that guy about me and my girlfriend at the time and then the guy just had us email him, our like a set to show him, like okay. to submit to him. And then he booked us both. Uh, it was like a January show. And it was like, you could get paid. I went to it before because the guy's son is also a comedian, who I will not name. Okay. So he would go every month. It was a monthly show. And the guy who runs the show, um, the show is called, um, it was like a Balls reference funniest balls or something like that. I could find it on my Instagram. If you want a deep dive on my Instagram, you could find it. It was like January of 2018 or 2019. What's your Instagram? Timmy as K-L-A-S-E-U-S. Just on everything. That's just what I am. So. Clay Zeus. Clay Zeus, yeah. I was booked on that show, but I was having um, just like a little bit of a mental episode and oh, my... Family was coming to visit me. I had not had a job since I had moved there. I was poor, sleeping with my mattress on the ground like an animal. And I just, like, something about them coming to see me. And it was the day of the show. I just had, like, a a mental freak out. And I had to go away to, like, a a psych ward type of a thing for, like, a week or two. So I missed my show. And then I came out. And then um, I didn't get to do it again because I didn't show up. So it's pretty sad, but it was a cool little flash in the pan, but it just never happened. Flash of the pan? Yeah, like I almost got to go up at the comedy store. It would have been very exciting, but it just never happened.
1: (laughs) So how do you just have a crazy episode and get sent to a a mental place (sighs) for Um, a week?
0: I don't really know. Um... I was just beginning to think things that, looking back on it, it's just things that were just false. But in my mind, I would like, like my reality would start to like sort of bend and I would think things are true like in my soul and it wouldn't be true and everyone around me would kind of get scared because I I looked like a lunatic because I would like spiral about things that just were all made up. Yeah. And if you do that for enough days, also I was not eating or sleeping. That's another big factor. So I lost, like, 40 pounds really quickly. I wasn't sleeping. But I'm, like, the type of guy who thought that was cool and was, like, I'm losing weight. That's a plus. Sleep who needs it, you know? But then after, like, three days of that, it makes everything worse. So then my when my family came to see me, I was, like, a just a mess. So they
1: had to, like, go on. How long did you have like once you found out you got booked till a few weeks so you knew that you were going to go up like say next month and you had like a whole month to wait
0: yeah but I had my set list prepared and everything I uh, wouldn't say that was like the catalyst I think it was just going to happen I think I was just deeply unhappy and it's just you know everything kind of just compiled I don't think necessarily it was the stress of that but I think that's just a factor of it yeah so then I came out of that, and I was just heavily medicated for a while. Just you know, it was tough to do comedy. And then when I finally started getting back into it, like doing open mics and stuff, it, I just I didn't email the guy again. I was very embarrassed and like ashamed. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't email the guy again, and I was just doing open mics and stuff. And then I moved
1: back here. Did you ever go to the open mics and try and get a, a sneak at him, get a spot, get just talk to him? I would go to the open mics but I never saw the
0: guy because it was like the, the other thing was that was like a weekend show that's what made it so cool. So like the guy who books it I never saw him at open mics.
1: Weekend show is going to be more packed because Yeah and
0: the big celebs are there like Chris D'Elia was there he wasn't on the show I was on but he was around like the guy my friend saw him in the green room because he was going because I went one time just to watch the show and his dad paid for everything it was a two drink minimum and this guy's dad paid for my ticket and all my drinks and food. And my ex, my girlfriend at the time. Paid for all her stuff too. That's big, awesome. Big baller. It was cool.
1: That That's like the best thing ever. Like, I got it. Yeah, you can you can take it. Yeah, pay for my food. Sure. Yeah,
0: I know. I was like 22 or 23. I was like, I don't have to pay $60.
1: <laughs> yes. Having anyone voluntarily pay yeah. for, your, for you.
0: And I didn't have to drive. It was really nice. They were really
1: nice people. The Palisades people are really cool. Okay. So the one name you mentioned, though, just like, in that whole thing. Who? Chris D'Elia.
0: Okay. Not only. I I mentioned Bobby Lee and Tony Hustle. Okay,
1: but let's talk about Chris D'Elia. It's horrible. I was such a fan. I liked him, too. He was really funny.
0: He was funny. I liked his podcast. I liked his stand-up. I liked his
1: crowd work. I we well, look up to, like, Bill Burr and his yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, because, like, most of these are solo that I do. Yeah. And, you know, before Bill Burr, I was looking at Chris D'Elia, like, as a solo Congratulations, podcast. yeah, his podcast.
0: Yeah. That does not seem to exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, which I mean makes me think.
1: Called the pedophile for... How
0: do you just remove yourself from the equation after that? You should either defend your case and continue to live your life normally if you're innocent, or you do what he did, which makes you look like you're not innocent So it's just a bad look i know he tried to explain it with like it's, a, it's out of context or whatever but then you know don't hide it looks bad what i like heard people in this community if you run
1: away it looks bad well but what i heard is that it was debunked like that it was like the people that came out against him edited those pictures like that's oh, yeah. what I have heard. I heard
0: that he didn't. He legitimately didn't know their age. <clears throat> like if you really, if you release the whole transcript, you'll find that their age was not mentioned, and he assumed. Like they s-
1: probably snuck that in there.
0: Yeah, like once he, dis- he- once he discovered they were underage, it seems like he wasn't messing with them. But
1: you know. But to be called a pedophile. Yeah. For that is is like, you know. Obviously, being a pedophile yeah. is like the worst thing. I think it's more just <clears throat> predatory behavior is what people
0: didn't like about it. It is more, yeah. but then people obviously go to the pedophile thing. But I think what made most people uncomfortable was like the, the the sneaky ways he would interact with these women. Like he would lure them to his hotel, be like, "Oh, let's hang out. Oh, come to come up to come up to my room," you know? and slowly like kind of try to lure them in, be naked in his room, sort of a thing. Which it's hard not to. It's hard to disprove that, especially when there's more than one story of you
1: doing that. Yeah, it's just hard to trust anything in the news. Yeah. And it, it's making people, I think, a little bit scrambled from what they know to be the truth. Yeah, i agree with that. Because you can find just one thing that you know to be truthful and stand on it, right? You're like, all yeah. right, this is my truth. Like, everything else that happens is just water passing me by because I'm standing right here on this this truth rock yeah that's my little preaching for today <laughs> I heard that from this lady on my route really I, I pretty much reiterated that's what funny. she told me because she's from a, a Lutheran church uh oh I grew up Methodist I grew up Methodist as well uh, cool. and a little bit of Baptist we don't really have Baptist churches where I'm from where, where are you
0: uh, you're from Minnesota yeah Minnesota mostly Lutheran Methodist Catholic Pentecostal not really.
1: Is okay. That snakes. Pentecostal, like th-
0: tongues. People speaking tongues.
1: Let's uh, let's go ahead and. Jamie, go- pull that up. Right. <laughs> this is a one man. Uh, Your podcast here. I am Jamie. Pentecostal is that how you say it? Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Seems southern to me. Pentecostalism. Snakes. Or classical Pentecostalism is a protestant Christian m- movement that emphasizes direct r- direct personal experience of God through baptism with the Holy Spirit. The term Pentecostal is derived from Pentecost, an evening that commemorates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the followers of Jesus Christ, and speaking in foreign tongues oh, there we go. as described in the second chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. That's the voodoo. So, yeah, uh, That's I weird. I no one in I the speak north speak does voodoo. that. No one speaks tongues where I'm from. You're going to say that a Christian movement is voodoo?
0: There's voodoo elements to that. What are you speaking tongues for? Snakes, they get involved. Serpents. You know, it's shady. That's very southern to me.
1: I've heard a theory that the Bible is, has been changed from somebody trying to be in power and Jesus was actually the serpent wow right mind blown could be see that's the thing where it's like I just said earlier you can't trust anything in the news or media right and then it like seeps into stuff that you believe to be true and like things that you have considered true but then you have to like reassess every now and then and be like like we look at it from all angles and see whether or not what I believe to be true is true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while, you just gotta kind of shake shake up your beliefs. Take stock. Shake up your beliefs. Take stock of things that you think. Or else you might just become a crazy person. And
1: then go to the mental hospital and go to mental, honest, all,
0: everyone's like, why do you think Trump is the Messiah? And you're like He told me in a vision. That's what you were saying? No. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> like, I had I thought like I was fully convinced. Do you know who Bill Belichick is, coach for the, the Patriots?
1: The Patriots. You were fully convinced he, what about?
0: Him? I was fully convinced that I was playing against him in Madden, the newest edition of Madden, and that every time I lost It was because he got me. And I, you could not convince me otherwise of it. And when I was in the like ho- like the hospital, about to get taken,
1: in were you playing the game though? Were you playing a game at yeah. that time? Yeah,
0: against so, a stranger.
1: So in this mental asylum. They let you play. No, this was
0: before I was locked up. This is one of the things that people were like, This is not a normal behavior. Okay. You know, I had like things that I was doing before I was
1: for some reason I thought you were saying you were playing games in the mental. No, level. before. Okay. So this is before you're playing... But I would like
0: tell people. Like I thought it was a logical thing to say. It's like Bill Belichick's on the other end and he's really And, and they I... just thought you were joking. No, I was dead serious about it. That was the problem. And just a... thought
1: you were joking, like what okay, Bill's
0: until you see all the other things I'm starting to believe what, what else <laughs> like um I thought you know who Lauren Michaels is of SNL it's embarrassing to talk about this kind of stuff <laughs> we can move on. I can yeah. talk about it I just think I want to acknowledge that it, I think it's kind of ridiculous and I don't believe this now
1: well I've already said the thing about the n-word earlier so I'm screwed yeah regardless
0: so I thought Lauren Michaels was um, scouting me out and he was about to contact me that I had made SNL for some reason in my mind I thought that was I was just doing open mics like I, no one knew who I was but whenever I saw a helicopter or especially late at night I would just think he was like right behind the door of my apartment or like if a helicopter flew by which is very common where I lived
1: I would think so, so you were Ray Liotta towards the end of the good yeah house. I was Ray Liotta
0: for sure Yeah, except there was I was only smoking weed you weren't doing anything no. else? No. Nope. That's what they thought when I went. They thought I was like having some sort of crazy like hallucination like trip like drug psychosis thing. They tested my blood. There was nothing in there. I was just off my rocker, I guess. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. So that's something I believe. I um. I believe my friend was going to murder me. My best friend who I met in Columbia where we live
1: now. You thought they were going to murder you. I thought he was going to kill me. Okay, for what reason?
0: I thought he was in love with me.
1: So he would kill you for that reason? Yes, because
0: he was angry that he was gay. <laughs> and I was like... And I'll leave his name out. He wouldn't care if I said his name. He still lives in L.A. Is it Henry? It is Henry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've told him this before. But, like, he would... We lived
1: ten minutes from each other on Laurel Canyon, so he would, we would hang out all the time. And before you continue, hold that thought for the listeners... Uh, Henry is a person that, the only way that I remember him is, uh, he would say he loves cum. Oh, yeah. And. That's one of his bits. It's, it, it was, he would only say this one bit every time. About chips? About tortilla chips? Yeah. Smells like tortilla chips. Tortilla chips smell like cum was his bit. That was his bit, yeah.
0: Um, go ahead. We met doing open mics a while ago and he's just like my best friend. And he moved to L.A. first and then I kind of followed him out there with... My, I remember that, yeah. With my older brother and the person I was dating at the time. And we all moved in to a three two-bedroom apartment on Laurel Canyon, ten minutes away from Henry's apartment. So I, he was over all the time. I
1: didn't know you took your brother, too. I didn't know you...
0: Yeah, I took my older brother. Huh. So it was a two-bedroom split three ways. That was the benefit. Okay. And then, um, yeah, so I thought he was going to murder me. And we would hang out at night, and I would just get weird, and he left one night, but he forgot his phone, or he got two different phones, because we were smoking weed, which is legal in LA. Right, right. And so he grabbed either my phone or my girlfriend at the time's phone, and went to his car, and then he like called us from that phone, like, oh, I mixed up phones, can you run down here and get my phone? And I was like, this is, this is it, he's gonna murder me. And I went down there with my phone, fully prepared to die, which is a dangerous mindset to be in, right? Because if he does anything weird, I might attack.
1: You're testing the, the truth of what you believe.
0: I am, yeah. And I went down there solo with his phone, his palms sweating, shaking. Just being like, this is it. Because it was like down in an alley is where I met him. So I'm like, this is it. He's gonna try to murder me here. You but met he, him in an alley. Yeah, because, you park where we lived in L. A. There's like an alley coming out of the parking garage. You're talking I, about Henry still. Yeah. But my apartment.
1: Oh, you were just meeting him, not not you met there.
0: Yeah, like, he no. didn't want to put in the code to get in. Go, We were on the fourth floor. He didn't want to do all that. So I just met him down there. Okay. And then I started believing that he was watching me. And, like, I was with my girlfriend all the time, so she just, just was seeing all this behavior. And I would think he was right behind the door of our apartment. And I would freak out. It got to the point where I would have to, like, I'd be like he's and she'd be like he's not there, and I would be fully convinced that he is, and then I would like whip open the door, nobody. And I'd be like, he just left.
1: So That's you'd still it. believe it yes. after it happens. Yep.
0: And then um, just all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh. Uh, we this, can move past
1: this if you want to. One more main one. <laughs> okay.
0: So I would think there was messages in the T V shows I was watching. I would just be watching T V really late at night and I would think I mean, was, that one's probably true. Maybe. I mean, that's the one I was very convinced of, but my girlfriend thought I was crazy. That's another one she would get, like, be like, you're... there's nothing... You're was, probably spot on. I was watching Family Guy and, like, American Dad and South Park, and I think there was messages in there. Like what? I don't remember, but I thought they were pertaining to this me and stand-up comedy as a whole, and I
1: thought... Okay, I was, that one is not probably what they were saying.
0: Probably not, no, right?
1: No. If I, it was geared towards, like, you and, like, what you do... That was I know, a... it was
0: just my brain making connections that weren't there. Okay, so you know? they're seeing
1: this, and they're seeing you watch Family Guy. What are you saying while you're watching Well,
0: it? I'm just watching it laying out with my girlfriend. It would be like something, and I would just be really excited. Like, it wouldn't be like bad, or it would be like exciting. Like, did you see that? And she'd be like, see what? I'm like, rewind it. I'd and never know you... it. Because it'd be like, these are shows we'd watch it over and over again. So I'd be like, I never saw that before. And she'd be like, there's nothing there. But in my head, I'm like, no, that's a... Significant point.
1: <laughs> so you rewound it. Yeah, and, and I would, saw it would still it make again. sense to me. Yeah, it would still make perfect sense to me. And no, at no point were you like, "Does this only pertain to me?" No,
0: I thought it was just like in there for everyone. Okay, yeah, just stuff like that, and then so I had to be hospitalized, came out, was on medication, seeing therapists, all that stuff. What did they assess? What did they? What did they assess? Well, <laughs> to get me locked up in the first place, I did not want to be in the hospital because you—they get you there. Because in my head, I'm like living this life that isn't real. So like, my family kind of like played into it. They're like getting me Ubers to places, and I'm not asking questions. And I'm, I was just out of it. We ended up at a hospital, and I was just like, well, "What are we doing here?" You know, I was just very confused. And then it started to click that they're like evaluating me, like they were taking blood. Yeah. My mom was crying, you know, like stuff like that's happening. And I was like, oh, they're going to like, like I might not be able to just leave on my own. And then I thought I saw my cousin on a computer, but it was just like a nurse. But I thought it was my cousin. I'm just <laughs> fully crazy. And I know I am because I was in the waiting room, gone, and there's like a homeless lady
1: in the waiting did, room. At that point, did you say, all right, so that's not really my cousin? No, I thought it was, and I got angry. <laughs> I all got right, angry. so you're like, why are you working here?
0: No, I thought they were laughing at me. Okay, so. And then I thought that they were like... <laughs> I, I kept seeing kids being wheeled around on bed, so I'm like, what is this place? I thought it was like... And some, that wasn't happening. There might have been kids there, but I, in my mind, was like, is this some sort of like... Science experiment? So they
1: dope you up and you stop seeing all this. Well, what happens
0: is, they don't know how like where I'm at. Like, they're just questioning me and I'm just being honest with them. Right. But then I look down and there's blood coming out of my arm because they... I didn't notice someone was trying to stick, stick something in me. So I look down and there's this blood coming out of my arm and I'm starting to just like disassociate and then I see that person. I thought they're making fun of me because I was kinda rambling and so I got crazy. I stood up, I ripped the thing out of my arm, and then people start flocking me because it's like a it's like a psych place. So they're used to this, but I think this is a regular hospital and they're like kinda coming up on me and I start freaking out. I don't swear, you know? Do you know this about me? I just don't curse. But I was cursing then, I don't remember this, and I was like freaking out. They all had this I mean
1: other than the animals. Yeah, other than
0: the n-word and they all swarm me then they sedate me I don't remember I wake up just in a padded room <laughs> and I was in there for like maybe two days and every time the doctors would come in they would sedate me again it'd be like five nurses would come in like male nurses like orderlies and they would like tackle me and like stab me with a needle it happened a few times from the, the padded room and there's this one guy i always remember this nurse he was like this Hispanic guy Latinx guy And, um, (laughs) he, um, had, like, this twinkle in his eye. Every time he did it, I hated him. I feared him. He was, like, a small guy. But it seemed like he really got joy out of, like, sedating me. (laughs) So I just... He was just a scare. And everyone in there, because eventually, after, like, two or three days, they put you in, like, gen pop with, like, the other crazy people. Terrifying. Because I can remember this now, but, like, it was foggy for a while. Okay. There's this guy... Butt naked. He was big, probably like six
1: three, like kind of built big. Also down there. Yeah. So he was big. Flopping around. So yeah. He was big, just big. Just a big, big. Built,
0: built different type of guy. Big. All right. He would just be butt. He would just get butt naked and just run around. Which, if you're big down there, you're going naked. Yeah, I guess. Like if, yeah. if you're swinging, he takes off his robe and he's just butt and he would just say food over and over again. He'd but run he, around saying food. And like pumping his fists down. He would say food because he wanted food. He wanted food, yeah. But he would say it over and over again fast until it just sounded like food. But you knew he wanted food, and so when they fed him, he. Would what if it was fuck? What if he was like fuck? So he has a weird relationship with eating, <laughs> because that's what would happen. And I mean, then he'd Maybe go to bed. saying
1: to whoever seeing his dick, like, hey, eat this dick. It was flaccid.
0: Still massive, though. That's another testament to Dude,
1: this yeah. guy.
0: He's yeah. just I'm not walking flaccid. around a cold hospital flaccid. That's not
1: happening. Dude, you can still lay that pipe flaccid for a little bit. It'll, it'll and be. I
0: just played chess for days with this little Filipino guy. That's okay. I <laughs> and I think... Not the Latinx guy, different... Different guy. This is Filipino. He was 100% Filipino. I know he was. He had an accent. You were very cultured. You know, all these people's... Uh, I cultured. I mean, Latinx is such a wide umbrella. Right. Filipino, I'm really throwing a dart at a map. What's the
1: difference between Latino and Latinx?
0: Latinx is gender neutral. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I used it kind of ironically, but saying that people might get mad. So I actually do believe in gender neutral terms like Latinx. Good for you. <laughs> so, so, yeah. That's, and then I, that's a yeah. hell of a story, man. You've yeah. gone
1: through some, some sh- traumatic shit. It's
0: weird. I don't know what. And they diagnosed me with like bipolar disorder. That's what they thought it was. No shit. And then they uh, medicated me on stuff. And then I moved back here with my dad, which is the best. I highly recommend. The family can be good. Yeah. It's the best, yeah. And yeah, I take zero medication now. I've weaned myself <laughs> off of it. That's awesome. I think it is. Yeah. I feel fine. I think Because if you look back on my life, bipolar disorder does make sense. I had just never gotten to the manic high that I had gotten to. Have you stopped smoking weed as well? No. More. Wow. Daddy needs his medicine. I don't know
1: if a UPS driver can uh, be smoking weed like that, sir. I think you'd be surprised. You think most of the UPS drivers do smoke weed? Yeah. You know, that's one thing that's really sucked about this quarantine and the pandemic is the dude that used to let me hit his bowl piece. You know, I can't hit his bowl piece anymore because of COVID. Who is he? Is nah, somebody a, on the does route. His with,
0: does his name start with an L? No. Because oh. this guy who, I buy from... Lauren
1: Michaels? is he think no. Lauren Michaels is
0: selling me weed? My friend, whose name starts with an M, Matthias... Okay. ...introduced me to a guy whose name starts with an L, who he says you introduced him to because of your mail route. You have said too much, sir
1: edit that out <laughs> or don't I mean there's no
0: names except Matias
1: yeah so Matias is cool man he does the improv we know him from the Art yeah, Bar yeah he's one of my best friends Art Bar one of the best things that we could do pre-pandemic also I loved it that was a hell of a room definitely such a welcoming like set of colors just the overall pattern design yeah. of that bar it's a good show uh good crowd yeah you know, mostly like reddish yellow colors yeah it's very
0: like feels like a show it's, it's comedy conducive there's robots right. around and old
1: movie posters robots are the best there's yeah. so many different robots not actual ones they're mostly lights yeah and Decker decorative I definitely miss doing comedy Dude, you gotta get back out there. I'm, I'm telling you, r b room will be just like the comedy house. All right, you can go there, bomb your heart out. You uh, know, just what's the mask situation? Wear a mask all the way till you get the mic. Then take it off. And then take it off. Yeah. Okay. That sounds doable. Yeah. I'm then you can that. just hide your face if you do bad. It was tonight at eight p.m. Did you go or no? It's. Not eight yet. It's happening like right now. Ah, uh, I'm sure it's almost eight. We could cut the podcast short and make it rush over there, bring the equipment. Dude, yeah. Finish <laughs> the podcast out with like sets. The, the, our sets. Yeah. We we'll just fucking release it.
0: Why not? That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I am like, buying a, a tripod. I'm gonna start filming my sets
1: i video. Gonna start buying a tripod. That's that's good. I have one in here. A video. Yeah. The tripod. Oh. And I would love to... I thought you were pointing at your computer. There's a whole thing uh-huh. here on the other side. See, that's the thing about points is they're not accurate 100% of the time. It's literally an empty gesture. Pointing is? Yeah. <laughs> you think eliminating pointing would be conducive to... I think we, we
0: invented vocabulary for a reason. There shouldn't be pointing. You could point, but
1: include description. So, point was the description. Like computer, drink, elephant. Yeah, elephant. Okay, I see what you mean. Fireplace.
0: Yeah, that's. I know what you're pointing at. Not zero grain. Not. You have swords. Yeah, we have swords. Are they sharp? Home uh, defense. I shouldn't have said that. Edit that out. Now people know.
1: No, there's one real one and then two practice. Oh, there's hands.
0: a decoy sword.
1: So we'll let the podcast hear us spar. All right. So this Whoa. is called two hits. I'll let you get the better one. Stand up. All right. So for the listeners, we are about to spar. I'll give you the better one. It Pro- hurt? I promise that's the better one. And uh, it doesn't hurt too bad. We're just gonna do like a light, just like back and forth, and then really we try and hit each other. I'm Tom Coops. All right. And then after two hits, I'll be uh, the, the, the Chinese guy. What's his name? Donnie Yin.
0: An IP man. I don't oh, I just... love that movie. The whole series is awesome. I didn't mm-hmm. know his name though. And uh, I don't know if he does swords though. But... He does a lot of just hand stuff. Alright, so now we go for each other. Alright, alright, ready? Go.
1: <laughs> uh, still haven't gotten any hits. Ah, alright, okay. one. One for me. I hit Timmy in the hands. Ready? Awesome. Go. Oh oh, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: man, you're dodging. (laughs) That was good. I got you with a nut shot. What was that? That was belly button. Belly button? Yeah. Belly button shot to end it. That was intense. If we had a bigger space, I would have gotten a little more active.
1: Alright, so. (sighs) stayed six feet from uh, each other on, on the interaction that. and I ran the dam today we definitely hit the, the peak on the, the sound there you play tennis? I would love to play with you sometime I don't have any of the stuff I have
0: enough I've been challenging comedians in Columbia
1: I would love to play let's do it I deliver to a tennis court and you know sometimes just throwing this out there I finish the route early you know what I mean? I got like 20 minutes to spare, you know? Yeah. And we're allowed two 10-minute breaks. Double along up. with a, a lunch. So I'll just double it up. We can get some tennis court action while I'm working. I'm not above beating a guy in a post office uniform. I've played basketball and kicked so much ass. On you backpack. got me on that,
0: though. I can't play back. I.
1: We can't play that anyway because of social distancing. That's true. I you get gotta, physical in the paint. We gotta test ourselves for COVID. I've right? been
0: challenging comics. I beat Henry Wafford easily. He almost fainted. Don't they are here? Uh he was visiting here about a month ago. Cause oh, his wow. fan someone in his family had a child, so. So you beat Henry. Beat him bad. Now yeah. this is when I wanna name names.
1: <laughs> what did he what does he do in LA? Like what how's he surviving? Uh he saved a lot
0: before he moved. And he was working at Habitat for Humanity. You know, like the furniture place? Yeah. <clears throat> he would deliver and pick up furniture and donations for them. So that's what he would do for a job, just full-time. And now he's not really doing much because of corona. But all right. He's, he's just staying low, living off his savings, waiting for everything to come back.
1: Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... What is coming back? Is coming back a vaccine? What do you think is coming back?
0: Yeah, I think it is a vaccine. I, I, I don't know anything about the topic. Um,
1: yeah. What do, you, what do you mean the topic?
0: Coronavirus. I know very little about it. I'm not a big... You want to hear my mask politics? This might get me canceled. I wear a mask. <clears throat> I read the room like a good comic. I scout out the area. If no one's wearing a mask... Papa's not wearing a mask. If everyone's wearing a mask, I got enough in my car, I'll put one on. But I read the room. Okay. I don't want to be the odd man out. I don't want to look weak. And also, on the flip side, don't want to look ignorant. It's the duality of man. (laughs) Do you agree (laughs) with this at all? Are you going to leave me hanging? See, that's funny. If you're going into a gas station and you see no one's wearing a mask,
1: what do you do? This is a what would
0: you do situation.
1: That's, That's perfect that you say that. Um, it reminds me of something. Okay. Reminds me of, like, comedians that are doing shows now. Yeah. And I have found out the perfect way to advertise for a show right now with coronavirus in a room as normal, as, as like, say, the art bar. Yeah. Is you advertise it as socially distanced and mass required to plan entry, right? And then you make sure... That mask stay on while everybody's in there, make sure that they feel safe, and then you pop them off. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then boom, they're out. They're in the pocket. Well,
1: you pop it off for the, being on stage. But I was saying there's that, and then there's like the comedians that once they're not doing the show will not wear a mask. And, Where do you, know, you fall on that the duality. No, the I'm, duality? I'm pretty safe. Uh, you know, I. <clears throat> wear my mask while I'm in the office at work, like we're supposed to, Okay. and, you know, if I have to go into a store that, you know, says, yeah, put a, wear a mask, even if they don't say it, I don't typically wear a mask. My wife is, is keeping me really safe on this.
0: That is a wife move. You
1: know, I have to listen to her. It's
0: the bros. The
1: dudes, mask off, like future. And, I mean, there's women that are doing that, too. I saw a 500, 400-pound lady. It's an animal. Just <laughs> no mask. Wa- and she was the odd one out. in more
0: air about it, too. <laughs> Sucking air. Right. In. She wants it. Like, <laughs> she
1: does not give a fuck. She's like, nasty. She did not care. Yeah. Touching all of the, the frozen handles, you know, in the Oof. grocery store. Not abiding, not abiding by the arrows, the posted arrows. With her kid and her baby daddy.
0: Hey, I mean, she's got... The baby daddy. The baby daddy had a mask on. He gets it. He's like, "Let's get this girl out of the picture, huh? let to start <laughs> fresh." Uh, hey, baby, we gotta go grocery shopping again. I, have I left a, your mask at the house.
1: Right. Oh, I have God. a bit of like, really. You know how the there's like asymptomatic people. Yeah. My bit is like, what if there is like one secret symptom? Like, you start having better sex. Yeah. And so. Couples will try and convince their spouses, like, hey, we can risk going out, you know, like, because they really want them to get that one symptom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. It's like um, when parents try to make their kids get chicken pox from the other kid, just so they have it in their system. Yeah,
1: I think that's different, because it doesn't benefit yeah, it right. sexually. Unless.
0: <laughs> Speaking of yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. I'm in the DMs. Trying to get chicken pox. Wow. Whose kid got the
1: pox? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> it, horrible. That's how you know they're young. If they don't have shingles, if you have shingles, you're too young for me. You're too old for me. If You, you got to only have chicken pox. So what age
1: are we talking about here, man?
0: How old are you when you get shingles?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Me <laughs> neither. Uh, I could probably Google that. It's an old person thing, but I also... Shingles is an old person thing?
0: Yeah, it's what you get when you're older and you've had chicken pox. If you had chicken pox, the shingle virus How old virus do you
1: have to be to get shingles?
0: It's just going to say, you just need to have had
1: chicken pox. When you have chicken pox... The virus that causes it to stick around.
0: And it gets really painful if you get it when you're old. It's like a really bad version of the chickenpox.
1: It was like fire ants inside my body on my nerves. See that? That's what somebody said about it.
0: Was it an old man? Who knows? Yeah. You can tell by the name Hold on that. it.
1: Let me see. By Carol. Yeah. Yeah, that's an old lady.
0: Poor Carol. She's hurting. Someone give me ointment. It feels like fire ants It and looks so it's like horrible. It's yeah. on your back and legs. and it I knew a girl horrible. in high school who got it. She had to miss a few days. But that's why it was so strange, because usually you're older when you get it. But she got it when she was, like, a senior.
1: Yeah, you gotta be older to get it, it says on here. Uh, shingles, man. I'm just trying out and get those. Wow. Uh, kidney stones run right in my family.
0: Oh, my grandpa's had them. Yeah, that that sounds bad.
1: You pee out an egg? A little egg? <laughs> my mom refers to them as, like, basically giving birth.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard you can, like, get someone to, like, pound it up while it's still in you, though. And then you don't feel it as much.
1: Yikes. I would definitely... Even that sounds... It
0: does sound bad, but I would prefer that. My is tight. You don't think you'd be able to pee it out? I don't want to break the hymen of my urethra. You think if you peed it out, it would rip some shit? I think my hole would be like that. You like, think if you peed it out, it no. would... It'd never be the
1: same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. Dude, I saw a, a image that <laughs> taunted me forever when I was young. It was like right around when Two Girls, One Cup started coming out. Yeah. And like those kind of videos started surfacing and it was like everybody just trying to see the sickest shit on the internet. Yeah. And I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but it was the most god awful thing. I might know what you're of talking of. A guy stretching out his hole.
0: And putting a to a hole like,
1: like in there. It was like a dildo or something. It's
0: called sounding, right?
1: I have no idea.
0: Google sounding.
1: I'm not about to Google that. I'll Google it. You keep talking. Describe what you saw. But it was just like a female jacking him off oh. from the inside. Oh. Because the dildo was going in the hole. That makes me ill. Yeah. It was horrible to see. Yeah. Even talking about it. It's just god awful.
0: I think you gotta put sounding sexual meaning. And then you're gonna get the good stuff. This is
1: gonna be like how to sound more sexual.
0: Yeah, it was right up front by the by some sort of government page. Urethral sounding is the insertion of an object or liquid into the urethra. That sounds horrible. Who would enjoy that? Psychos? <laughs> well, that's a guy whose whose hole is loose. He'd have no problem passing a kidney stone.
1: He he encourages it. I was about to insult you, say like, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking psycho man, went to a psych ward, crazy. <laughs> Come out
0: with you so loose Urethra. Maybe it that's sounded, what you need to it loosen sounded you. Sounded bad
1: up. in there. Maybe that's what you need to loosen you up. Just, just yeah. maybe get that's in my there. thing.
0: It'll open up a hole. My third eye will open. And I'll put tubes in there, too.
1: Third eye is some crazy shit.
0: Yeah. You ever want to try DMT?
1: I have wanted to before. Yeah, me too. I haven't, though. You haven't tried it? No. What about ayahuasca? I've wanted to try that, too. I don't know about
0: that. The vomiting and diarrhea turns me off.
1: Eh, I don't mind.
0: I hate throwing up. I avoid it. If I could, I'd never do it again. There was like a section of my life, maybe like 15 years, where I didn't throw up. I would just lock it down in my brain and just force myself not to.
1: Would you completely give up soda if, If, like no soda, and you would never throw up ever again, even if you drank shit? How often
0: am I throwing up if I'm drinking it? Huh? How
1: often do I throw up if I drink it? Every time I drink it. You drink a soda?
0: Yeah. Is it every month, every year, every if time? If you drank I drink?
1: one soda, you yeah. would throw up once a week for three months? No, I'm I'm not out then. You would drink no soda? Yep,
0: I would be out. I'm not drinking it. But there was What about once a
1: week for two weeks? Every time I drink it? Every time you drink a soda. Would you would you have an occasional soda? If it was once Yeah, three? I would treat it like liquor.
0: <laughs> I'd be like, it's going to be a bad
1: hangover. Dude, are you shitting me for two weeks of that?
0: <laughs> once a week for two weeks or every day for two every weeks? Every day for two weeks. In the morning, like morning sickness? Like I'm pregnant?
1: The time of the day makes a it difference. It does.
0: If it's just, if
1: I'm at work. Dude, if it's every day for two weeks, no way am I drinking soda. I'm like, fuck that. I might
0: do it once uh, every two years.
1: No, I think holidays. once you did it Once. You would do it once, and you'd be like, never again. Probably, yeah. If you hate throwing up as much as you say you do.
0: I did, but I kind of got used to it in L.A. There was a stage in my life where I was throwing up every day. Oh, yeah? Swallowing a lot of cum? No. Maybe. I don't know what was in those pills. It was like a medication thing. It was like too much. It was making me throw up every every night. Their medication was? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know what it was that was making me do that, because I was taking a lot of stuff. But one of it, it got to the point where I, I just had to, like, get over my fear. Your fear? Of throwing up. Because the fear of it is, like, you can't breathe, and you don't know how long you'll... Do you, can you breathe when you throw up? I might just be inexperienced.
1: My fear when it comes to throwing up isn't that I'll run out of breath.
0: That's my fear.
1: Mine is... That my blood vessels will pop too much. Oh, that's not And blood sometimes, blood. like, throat gets caught in my throat. Choke. Yeah, that's the fear. It's Choking, like,
0: yeah, is in there for me, too. I don't care about blood vessels. But once you get over the fact that you're like, okay, I just won't be able to breathe for, like, five seconds, but I'm not going to die. Because if you do it every day, you start to realize it's not going to kill you.
1: And you can't fight against it. Like you when can't you, fight against when it. You ha- when you, you start just, going, you yeah, just let it go. You set
0: up camp on the toilet bowl, and you, it just... Happens. Yeah. So, th- with that in my tool bag, I might have the occasional diet coke. From like sick fuck man. Two weeks, it's gonna be rough, but.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. Yeah. But that's a hell of a hypothetical there. That was random. It is, yeah. <laughs> what are some things you enjoy
0: doing? Running the dam. You know where Lake Murray
1: is? That dam is beautiful, man. It is. I take a picture every time I'm there. Usually. You lied, man. You said you don't cuss. Look at that. What did I say? Damn. Oh. <laughs>
0: I was running the dang. <laughs> no, I like it. Um, I do it probably like four or five times a week.
1: Yeah, I see your Instagram stories.
0: Yeah. And I just, I time myself. I try to beat my times.
1: I time myself too.
0: On the dam? No, jerking it. Oh, what's your time like? About fifteen seconds. That's good. That's productive. And you can go clean the gutters. You have your whole day. I just leave it up there. Yeah, I do it up there. Oh, wait for the spring cleaning. Right. Come up there. There's a little fetus next
1: to a leaf. I like to let it sit with the leaves for a couple months and see like what happens. You go up there and you're like, nature is healing. <laughs> like, these are my kids here. Yeah. Dad, you always leave. <laughs> I'm gutted. Yeah, damn, leave absolutely us. gutted.
0: So I run the dam a lot. What about you?
1: Uh, I've been playing a lot of phone games. What's your game? Uh, Mobile Online Battle Arena, Mobile Legends. Mm, is it like League of Legends? No. Is it, it a card game? No.
0: I'm thinking it's, of like Hearthstone or something.
1: It's 5v5. And it's like a melee mage, you know, like battle arena where you have to destroy the other person's base and there's like three different lanes. It's like a MOBA. Yeah, MOBA on, on my battle arena. MOBA, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just, I didn't want to say the, Yeah, I, get I guess MOBA. I didn't even
0: clock that that's what that was. So I You're guess right. MOBA
1: is more known than I would think.
0: I played a lot of um, Dota 2.
1: You know what that is? Isn't that kind of like... It's like League of
0: Legends. Isn't that kind of like chess? Sort of. It's like... It's a MOBA. In the purest form. Okay. I haven't played those. I um, play a lot of Madden. On PlayStation? Yeah. What team? Any team. I do have a few favorites. I have a few favorites. Like... um, Patriots, Bill Belichick? No, but I do like that they have Cam. That's fun. I love mobile quarterbacks.
1: You, so, you have the newest, man. Yeah. I nice. bought.
0: pre ordered it and bought it. New. Oh, it's I not just, out I, yet? It is out. It came out a few weeks ago. Uh oh. You need a fart mic. Have you ever seen your mom's house with Tom Segura and Christina P? Oh, yeah. They got a fart mic. I've seen. You should invest in one.
1: Watch your old. numbers go way up. I hope you don't catch wind of this. Cause that's... I
0: hope not. I smelled something rancid on my way home from the dam. I thought, I went with my older brother, and I thought he had farted in the car, but he said it wasn't him. It was just
1: Henry in the backseat. It was Henry in the <laughs> backseat. So, Lauren Michaels just wanted you to be part, does he live in New York or LA? I, I have no idea. I, I, So my thing is, like, you seeing visions of these people, were they in another state at the time? You know, like... I don't even know. Have you watched the Jason Bateman... It's like a... It might not be Jason Bateman. The serious... uh, Yeah, Jason Bateman is in it. Uh, It's the HBO show with the shapeshifter thing. Uh, The Outsider. Something like that. No.
0: I've heard of it, though. It does sound familiar. I'm not a big Jason Bateman guy. I've never seen Ozark. It looks too much like Breaking Bad to me. Do you watch the show? Ozark? Yes. You like it? Loved it. Really? I haven't seen it, but just something about it just doesn't interest me.
1: It's very serious. It's not super hilarious. There's some funny moments, but just from...
0: He's trying to do like a Brian Cranston thing, like, I'm a serious guy. He is funny though. He was funny in Game Night. You ever see that? I did like him in Game Night. I liked
1: him in The Gift. Arrested Development? Arrested Development. uh, The the, uh, Extract movie. Don't
0: know that. Was he in Anchorman? What am I thinking of? I don't know a lot of Jason Bateman
1: movies. He's in a good amount of stuff. I could IMDB it as we continue to talk. That is what the interwebs are for. Yeah, I'm gonna guess he might have been in. What's that
0: show I just mentioned?
1: <laughs> uh, Arrested that? Development.
0: No, after
1: that. Uh, yeah, I don't, if it's on there, it'll come up, and I'll remember. So, Arrested Development, Bad Words, Zootopia, Juno, Ooh. Ozark, The Outsider, which is the show I was talking about, Game Night, Nobody's. Office Christmas Party. Oh yeah. Uh, Central Intelligence, The Rock and Kevin Hart movie, The Muppets, The Family Fang, The Gift, Horrible Bosses, Horrible Bosses oh, Two. Oh yeah. Bad Words. I think I already said that. See in Tag. Dude, uh, I think Tag. Yeah, do you remember that movie? I know I exactly what a lot you're of, talking like, about. Kind of like side guys in there. Maybe Ed Helms. Uh, Ed Helms is is in a bunch of shit, too. He is. I'm trying to see. Uh, The Jason Bateman movie that I really liked. Just an overall great movie, man. Uh, Disconnect. What's it about? A drama centered on a group of people searching for human connections in today's wired world.
0: Is it like Taken, but a little more tame, sort of? Like no. cyber stalking? It's some... I'm thinking of something but like the main character and it was an Indian guy. I forget what it was called.
1: Uh, no. 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 This movie is...
0: Maybe I'm thinking of like
1: Decoded
0: or something like that.
1: I would let that one go. I don't know. Yeah, it was Who cares? It probably wasn't <laughs> <really> good. <laughs> Uh, Someone at home's like, it was decoded. Great. Yeah, you'll figure it out later. Great cast. Jason Bateman, Frank Grillo, Paula Patton, Andrea Risborough, and Alexander Skarsgård. Did you watch True Blood? No. What TV shows do you like? You like Breaking Bad? I like Breaking Bad. You've seen all of Breaking Bad? Yep. Okay. I have seen all s- five seasons, and the I have seen... The movie. Me too. El Camino. Yeah. And I, I've watched all all se- all five seasons seven times. Ooh, that's more than me. But I'd say I did it maybe tw-
0: two or three times. But I do, have a, three, three times. Yeah, I do have a series. And I don't what, watch the movie once. I have a series like that, though, that I've seen a bunch of times. What? Mad Men. Ever watched? I've that? seen some of it. Maybe like six episodes. I've seen the whole series maybe five times. That's a lot. It is, I love it. Yeah. I love all the characters, love the ending, some people don't, but I do. Love John Ham. it's good. AMC made a lot of good shows for a minute. Dude, John ham has got a hog. He does have a hog. I've seen it in pants. Yeah. It's aggressive. It's fighting to get free. Yeah, his, his hog. He's just getting coffee and it's just like up against the pants. Right. Release me! Right. He's flexing, you can see the vein. Right. It's ready. It's always ready, just like John Hamm. (laughs) That is a good one. What else do I like to watch? Uh, You ever see Pen Fifteen? I'm big into that. Penis.
1: Yeah, but it's spelled Pen Fifteen. I think I've seen it. It's on Hulu. It's it's called. It looks like penis on Netflix. It does. Does that deter you? It's really funny. That's what it's. It's the. It is. Yeah. About.
0: Probably. No, it's about two middle school girls, but they're played by, like, 30-year-olds, and the people that play them also write and direct it. Okay. And I love that type of show, where the person writes, directs, stars, does it all. Like the, Who's Louis, the star? Two, like, um, sketch girls.
1: Okay. I'm sure
0: they'll be famous soon. Everyone loves this show. I just don't I don't know their names. Okay. If you look up Pen15. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I love that. I love Alone Together. Have you seen
1: that? No, but I have seen Alone the TV show. I've heard that. Oh my god, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. This is the one thing I'm recommending. I will
0: watch it as soon as I get back into my streaming services. Right now, I'm buckled in to Madden. I'm just... I say I'm like Bane in in Batman when he's down in, in the dark tunnel. You know? I think so. That's what I am except for Madden. I'm down in the well just playing... Just getting ready for I don't know what. So,
1: Maya Erskine for Maya uh, Ishi Peters. Hold on. Let me figure out. Okay, so yeah, Maya Erskine is her name, and she plays Maya in the show. And Anna See, Conkle. I like that already. Anna Conkle, and she plays Anna See, in the isn't show. Isn't that
0: satisfying?
1: They play themselves in middle school. It's very funny. Dylan Gage, the little kid
0: Gabe. Yeah, and then they surround themselves with like child actors, and they make themselves look like their kids, so it's really good.
1: Oh, uh, so these are female pedophiles, just like yeah. getting their little boys uh, Say that. for the for the for the taking. Yeah, I like that show. You don't really hear about female pedophiles. A lot of teachers,
0: female teachers, it seems to be com- becoming more and more common.
1: But why is it that like with male pedophiles, the age gets, seems like, younger. But with, like, female pedophiles, the the lowest they'll go is, like, 15. 15.
0: Because they want a good-looking guy. You can be a good-looking guy at 15, and that's who they always gravitate to. Is like the guy who's 15, but maybe he has abs. And andy and has got a 15-year-old dumb guy brain. I'm sure that's appealing. He, it's always, like, a guy that plays sports, and he, like, tells his friends... I hooked up with Miss Robinson or whatever. Right, with girls, it's like the guy traps them and it's
1: a secret till they die. Type a- thing. And also, like, I, I thought about it even more, and I answered my own question. It's just like the female oh. needs the male's stuff to work if, if she's going to use him. Exactly, there's got to
0: be a little give and take.
1: Whereas uh, with the the male, he can just
0: take. They're it. just yeah, yeah, and we don't have to get into it <laughs> why a male predator might go after a girl as whereas a female predator might go after a guy
1: you don't really see females going after females is that very I don't know well because guys just brag
0: about it that's how it comes out and if that's the dynamic then you know it can't really be
1: that predatory obviously it is not bragging for what I'm afraid I'm saying like no no pedo is gonna come out and say that they did something right no i'm
0: talking about the guy like the teen boy gotcha with the with the, like the older woman it's Sorry. always Sorry. like his his phone like he has the picture safe like he's into it yeah, yeah. with girls it's that's not the case so they yeah so they can't it is,
1: get away with it no it's like the one crime women can't get away with yeah, yeah.
0: I, I mean i think it's wrong but like it's way more wrong if a guy does it 100 that's something i really believe in my core yeah yeah
1: yeah, 100%.
0: If a guy comes out, it's so common for if like a 15-year-old a boy comes out, everyone's just like, nice. That's like hack at this point. Comes out. Saying, if it comes out that a 15-year-old boy had sex with his teacher, and if the teacher is a hot girl in like her 20s, everyone's like, sick.
1: No one cares. And it should be equal though. It should be, but it's not. So people can make a show like Pen15 and just have their, their own...
0: But there's nothing predatory in pen 50. I know, I'm just, I'm <laughs> coming a up count. with conspiracy all yeah. the time here.
1: Uh, but it's mostly slander towards a TV show. But if anything, we're giving them publicity, so I'm yeah. sure they'll enjoy hearing this. Uh, yeah, that they're predators. Right. They'll be like, oh, it doesn't matter they're calling us predators. All they advertised our
0: show. All press is good press. Yeah,
1: exactly. I love that
0: show, though. And Alone Together, I like. Alone Together, what is that? Do you know who Esther Pavitsky is? Lover. She created the show with her friend Benji, who's also a stand up, and they star in it as two open micro friends in LA. Already on board with it. It's hilarious. There's it's cancelled. There's two seasons of it on Hulu though, and it's really funny.
1: Of fucking course it's canceled. I know. And because I like Crashing got cancelled too. I like this more than Crashing. Ooh, I gotta check it out. It's What's it called again? Alone together, and it's just purely
0: like goofy comedy. Okay. Whereas crashing is How many seasons? Two. And crashing is three. What about crashing? It's serious a lot of times like it's funny sometimes but they also like try to make messages whereas alone together what I like is just like a stupid comedy
1: and there's no end goal not really they're
0: just two kind of like open micers just you know they're mean to each other are they trying to pursue it
1: full-time yeah so there's still that aspect
0: sure but there has to be that aspect and that's a good aspect especially if you're a comic it
1: so how is crashing more serious
0: It's just, uh, Pete Holmes, I love Pete Holmes, but he is very grandstanding. His podcast has like a religious spin to it, and it's just...
1: I I haven't listened to his podcast.
0: You haven't? I used to love it. You Made It Weird is what it's called. Okay. It's also, it's like a guest podcast that I really like, but I'm not knocking crashing. I'm just saying I like Alone Together
1: better because it's a
0: little more fun to
1: me. Okay, right. That's all. Yeah, I like... Pete Holmes I saw him on Kill Tony, and he just took over. I bet.
0: He's so so funny. He's very similar to, like, Todd Glass to me.
1: But he took over at, at like, a certain point and was like, all right, come on, let go of the reins. Who did? Pete Holmes. Like, he had the the reins of the the reindeer just sloshing, you know? He was Santa Claus up there.
0: Sometimes he just gets in a mode, though, where he's so funny. Have you ever seen um, Getting Dug With
1: High? And he also can get loud, though. That's his thing. It does get loud. Um, and yes, I have seen Getting Have you dug- seen the
0: live episodes with Pete Holmes on them? I haven't. Those are the best. Because they're in a theater getting high, and there's an audience watching Pete Holmes as he gets high, so he just fully takes over. Sometimes it's really funny, and sometimes it's like a
1: nightmare. But either way, I really like it. That's on YouTube? Yeah. The, the Getting dug with, high mm-hmm. with Pete with Pete Holmes. Yeah. They'll have like a live episode before yeah. the pandemic. There's several of them. Probably, probably four, maybe. That's fucking dope, dude. I'll check that out. Do check that out. And if
0: you're listening and you like stand-up stuff like that, uh, Getting dug with Hyde live episodes, just put in Pete Holmes. They're always funny. And Todd Glass. Check out Todd
1: Glass's episodes. Also really funny.
0: He's very similar to Pete Holmes.
1: I follow him on Twitter, but I don't know much about his stand-up. Todd Glass. It's just, like,
0: very... Um, like, light. It's the kind of stuff I like. Kind of like Rory Scovel. You know, just like goofy, absurd. Fun. Also terrific comedian. Yeah, I saw him at the comedy closet. When he came before the pandemic? Yeah. And opened that
1: door? Yeah, I wasn't there at that
0: show, but I saw that on Instagram. Oh. He's so funny.
1: You missed the door show? I did miss the door show. Damn. But he's the best. But Yeah. Comedy closet. Also a great place to do an open mic. I agree. I do like it. They need to open back up, get some social distance going on. That'll be easy for an open mic, too.
0: And it'll make the room look more full, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can do social distance in that room. Yeah, if you get, like, a 40-person max. And if you come as a group... 40 seems like... It's too much, but I'm saying if you put 40 people in there within a table apart, I bet it could look pretty
1: good. Been, I think you would have to open up the front windows and get like a fan to blow it straight out the, the the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, pull all the air out. But it's getting cold. I might not be able to. That's true. But that was a good place to do some comedy. The comedy closet it was. Yeah, I liked it. I'd like it. Hopefully, it doesn't go away. Hopefully not. Hopefully this uh, virus can get them some money. Yeah, I heard they're looking for like investors or something.
0: I saw that on, like, Instagram. I'll sell that sword. Give it to him. Yeah, buy in. Be a stockholder. Part, All right. part of the empire. I think you're playing Risk.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I should sell it, though. I'll beat you in two hits. So I obviously, I have to But some. you have to admit that I was pretty quick. You dodged, but quick. made no
0: effort towards striking me. I. That's just who I am. You were very <laughs> passive. I don't want to hit anybody. But I, I'm fast you were fast and yeah, I'm agile you it had just, it's heavy I don't want to like hurt you did you get hurt
1: from those hits no still like I, I don't know you're just you're just afraid to hit me a little bit it would felt you, wrong. Would you like uh, another round best up after out of this three. episode yeah okay
0: yeah after this episode I'm just surfing <laughs> the spot we were. Getting a game plan ready. (laughs) Because I I hit this. That threw me. We can switch. All right. I'll be closer to that. It's like tennis. Yeah, we switch sides. Yeah. So I've been playing comics, Columbia Comics and tennis. Beat Henry. This is where I want to say names because in case they listen, I want them to know that I remember the score. Beat Wayne Cousins bad. Publicly humiliated him. What was the score? We didn't even keep score. He just saw that he was losing and was like... No comment. <laughs> I will not comment at this time. Okay. No, we just hit it around, and we didn't keep score for reasons. And I'd love to play him again. Maybe he's been practicing. But, and then you know who I played, who can hold his own? I mean, that's why I'm curious to see how good you are at tennis. I just like to see where people are at. Okay. Because Henry who? couldn't finish this anything. Who, he, who else? Patrick Fowler, pretty good at tennis. Okay. He, was, he gave me trouble. I still beat him easily. <laughs> I hope he hears this. <laughs> I want him to come mean at me. Dude, you're going to destroy me. No, I'm so heavy though. That's the thing. You
1: have probably fitness on me. I probably have accuracy on you. I'm getting old, man. I'm about to be 28 and... You're in your 20s. I'm 24. My lower back has been hurting me lately. My, my knees. My calf aches. My knees <laughs> my have been hurting. Um... Yeah, I think you might be okay, though, at tennis. Dude, I'm going to make one quick stop and tear my Achilles. I'd like that. That'd be exciting.
0: I'd put it on TikTok.
1: Don't put that juju on me.
0: <laughs> Go viral. Right? <laughs> yeah, but Patrick was really fun to play against. I hope to play against him again soon.
1: Yeah, as long as you got the equipment, like I said, I don't have any. I have
0: four rackets, and there's one that I want to use. And you can pick between the three other ones. I just
1: have one that I want. I want to use the one that you want. You can, but that's the one I prefer. I want to have the advantage. It's an aggressive move on your part. I want to have the advantage.
0: Fine. (laughs) Let the viewers know, though. If I lose, it's because I'm with a rickety racket. Yeah,
1: it's the racket's fault. It's the racket's fault. I think I'll be okay, though. You're going to get out there and tell me that you want another one, and you're going to be like, this is the one I really want. smash it? Well, no, I was going to say you sw- switch it. I like, might, you say I don't you use
0: any of the other three. I don't even
1: know how they play. So if one is feeling weird... What if I see the three, and you're like, all right, this is the one I really wanted to use, and then I pick another you one? You hide the other two. Oh, okay. <laughs> that'd be good, too. Yeah,
0: you find the, the weakest-looking one, the $5 racket. Like this. I'm
1: sure the one that looks the weakest, though, is probably not.
0: The most beat-up one is the one I use. So that's the there, one I use. Yep. The handle's worn to my hand. It's, like, beat up from, like, scraping the ground.
1: That- so that'd be, like, me basically using the same, you know, cum rag as you, you know? Because it's got that molden shape. Yeah. Or not a cum rag. Maybe a cum sock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, you know, it's got, like, the jizz in there. And so it's, it's molded, yeah. like, a, like a, a shape. Kind yeah. of like your hands have on the tennis racket. And then I'd be using it. Exactly. I'd definitely get COVID. You're
0: going to feel really comfortable there in that space. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's
0: like, man, Timmy really got this one good. You have the exact same hand size. Weird. I am going to pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can. I'm going to use the one my dad uses all the time. My dad's pretty good at tennis. Does he? Like, have his grip
1: on, on it as well? Like it's, yeah, it's I bet he does. It's molded? I don't play with it, but I'm sure he does. So you've played with, like... You haven't played with it. No. Okay, okay. Hmm. But you aspire to, to fit his... his. We're mold. gonna see. <laughs> he just dwarfs me,
0: my little hand doesn't yeah. yeah. Papa.
1: <laughs> you sure you're my father? <laughs> my
0: dad is good. We probably... We're like 50-50 on wins and losses, me and him.
1: How many matches?
0: Have we played... Hundreds. I've played tennis. Uh-oh.
1: Maybe four times.
0: Then I will win. How's your serve?
1: I don't think I'll be Doesn't able to get exist? it over. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: We're gonna, it's going to be a Wayne scenario. Yeah. Be ready for that. Maybe I'll s- take the loss. <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs>
1: yeah. fucking Will you keep, keep count. Will you keep score? I'll keep score, yeah. Okay. How many sets do you want to play? We can do whatever the normal amount is. Okay
0: depends for girls it's three best of three for guys it's best of five but me and my dad just play one set he's older and it still takes about 45 minutes how many to play with Wayne zero we never kept score we probably
1: played for like 40 minutes so how long would five sets take
0: an hour and a half maybe me and Patrick played the most we played five sets and you won... All of them. Three to zero. Well, we started out being like, how many do you want to do? Because I'm always coming in like, as many as you, you feel comfortable doing. I don't You're want, courteous. I'm courteous. I don't want someone to die. Like, Henry was about to faint, so we just stopped. Because he's fainted before in front of me. Right. Don't want that to happen. It could be an ambulance trip, a busted lip. So I'll play however much someone wants. Patrick wanted to go hard. He said best of three. Or no, he wanted to do best of five, but then I won the first three pretty quickly. So then he was just like, let's do one more, but don't even count those first three sets. Just clean slate, one set to win it all. And then I won that set. Right. So, so I guess like, counting is four sets. But it was best of five, technically.
1: Wow. Just lay that out there, man.
0: It was good. I want a rematch. It was entertaining. So
1: we'll we'll do best out of three, and you'll probably just win. That's fine. Two, and then we'll call it.
0: All right. Yeah, that works. It's or fun just to be out there. there. It's fun to just play tennis to me. It's yeah. my favorite sport to play. Tennis is fun.
1: I used yeah. to play uh, a lot of soccer, a lot of basketball.
0: I played soccer. Me and my dad just played a lot of sports one on one, just from when I was a kid up until maybe like
1: up until now. Is he pretty active? Yeah your mother not active how so
0: just not they're divorced they got divorced like a year and a half ago and they're just they're just different people a year and a half ago yeah so strange right the timelines all start to fit in your head (laughs) right
1: (laughs) a year and a half ago is when she they got divorced yeah and then that was around when you were i was living in la at the time yeah yeah that's interesting yeah, so they're just different people. But my
0: dad's just active. He's been active his whole life. He wrestled in high school. He played baseball. He's
1: just a fit guy. How is your mom like? Not active with you growing up? I don't know.
0: She's they're just they're very different. She did not. She just doesn't play
1: sports. Doesn't exercise really. What about caring wise? She's what do you caring mean? for you. My mom. Yeah, cause that's what I mean. Like, does she care for you? Like, yeah. She,
0: keep... she just doesn't. She just doesn't do like activities. But Will, she loves to craft, she loves TV, she loves to cook.
1: She's like a mom. So she took care of you? Yeah. She, she did her job? Yeah, she just didn't play sports with me. But I wasn't expecting her to. My dad did that. and it was See, beautiful. the whole time you're talking about sports, I'm like, I'm asking you if your mom was, like, <laughs> decent. Oh, Maybe yeah, I'm, I love my mom.
0: She's the best. I'm just saying, <laughs> we've never played basketball. Got you, got you. I really like my mom. No, I wasn't asking if she
1: played basketball or something. She is a good person. Very good person, yeah. It'd be She's funny though if she was very active and like dunked on you frequently. <laughs> yeah. Like, take that, yeah, Timmy, you yeah, punk-ass bitch. That would be cool. I think she played tennis in high school, but I've never really
0: played anything with her. Because I'm very competitive, and so is my dad. Just, you hate losing? I don't hate losing, I just don't want to lose. I'll, I'll try my best to win, but... Growing up with a competitive dad, you learn how to lose. Yeah. And an older brother. You just you just lose a lot. So... Yeah. I try to win a lot, but losing doesn't really shake me. Because it's just part of it. Even more reason to go to R&B Bar and Grill for that up that. Hey, I've got a lot of bombs under my belt. <laughs> I just don't want my first setback in like five months to be a bomb. But if you're saying
1: some people do well... Dude, you gotta stop just being in your head about it and just go and do it. Yes,
0: I'm just picky with open mics because there's some good ones here. I just want them to come back. I want to do our bar. It's not going to be as perfect as you anticipate.
1: That's in fine. Anything. But there's no TVs on. The TVs aren't even, like, <laughs> on. Are they muted? Yeah. Like, the okay. TVs are muted. Um, there's people playing pool, but it's a separate room, so you barely hear it. I'm
0: judging the venue.
1: Yeah, if pre-judging.
0: You, I'm pre-judging it. If you're a part of that venue and you're hearing this, my name isn't Timmy Clacius, I'm another guy. And if Timmy Clacius comes to do your open mic, he's heard really good things and he thinks it's going to be an awesome open mic and he's really excited to do it.
1: Right. Thank you, Wayne Cousins, for uh, saying that. (laughs) Did he never do it? I haven't seen him, no. I judge a lot of my activities off of
0: him. (laughs) Really? He's like a guy that I watch in the Columbia comedy scene so if he's not doing an open mic I clock it in my head too so you think he does things that are smart I just respect him as a comedian and I kind of I don't follow I guess I do follow his lead a little bit I just like if he's not going to a certain open mic I think there might be a reason because he seems to do open mics all the time so if there's like the guy like Wayne Cousins I've never seen him post or do the bar and grill show thing. So just that adds to it in my head. Like, it's probably a bad venue.
1: Well, it just depends on what kind of comic you want to be.
0: Don't call me out like this. Not in front of all these people. <laughs> no, I should do it. You're right. It's the, That's the right mentality. And I, I... It shouldn't affect me, but... I don't know. I like to do well. So... yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just avoiding it. And it just seems like it's the right move not to be doing open mics. Like, I, there's not judgment behind it. I'm just working a lot, working out, writing, tweeting, posting. Yeah. I'm just getting my
1: stuff out, you know. If you're fulfilled right now, currently, you're fulfilled. I'd right miss
0: though? stand up. I just don't. I guess I am just scared of the venue. <laughs> like, I, I'm just comfortable. What's the worst you think will happen? I just think it's going to just be a bad experience. You just don't want a bad experience? No. Well, because I go into certain open mics with high expectations. Like Art Bar and Comedy Closet and like New Brooklyn at the time. You go into it knowing there's a stage at least and chairs towards it and no one's eating food really. I mean, some people are, but it's like a bar show. Whereas when grill is thrown in there... This has just been, like, a long podcast of me trashing this open mic. But when Grill is in there, I assume food and, like, pool and, like, sports on and, like, people kind of migrating around. I don't see a stage when I see pictures of it.
1: You've been to the Sandbar, right? When I did the Sandbar shows? No. Okay. Well, they had a similar deal with pool tables. Nobody played pool during the shows, thankfully. Uh, I
0: guess New Brooklyn did have a pool table. See, so I'm just... I'm just being anxious, I guess. And judgy, you know what I mean? I mean, you don't have to take it there. I'm scared. When you're scared, you do things. You say things. You're like, grill? I don't like the G word. Over in eyes and stuff, yeah. For sure,
1: yeah. I mean, I did text you about it. and stuff. (laughs) It's been in my head. Wayne's actually done the Sandbar show. He was the first headliner, I believe. Really? I I I was never booked for it. That's a bummer. Well, you were fucking in L.A. I
0: fell through the cracks.
1: You were in L.A. (laughs) I know. I know. Um, But the first show, crazy ordeal, man. I dreamed the night before that I was not going to have a mic. And leading up until the show, I was just going off of their word that they were going to have a microphone. And I get there, and they don't. And my stepdad, Jimmy. Yeah pulled a savior move and went to the nearest walmart and got one a mic bought one yeah. how much are they it was he bought he probably spent like 100 150. dang i kind of
0: want a mic like that. was it like a corded mic
1: yeah corded cool nice awesome speaker yeah so he went and bought the whole shebang and that's cool i had the host without a mic the first time there at the sandbar you can just take that equipment to other venues now and that's what I did do good investment that's what I did do yeah but what I'm trying to say is uh, that was you know similar venue with the pool table and Wayne was the first headliner that show and I remember somebody had like started playing pool and I had a little bit of money in my pocket and I just like walked up to the people playing pool I was like here's five bucks man just get out of here like stop playing
0: greased his palm
1: and dude they stopped playing and it was like the most OG it is OG like I was looking out for old Wayne it's like I, something
0: out of Goodfellas you come from the back the kitchen you got five in your hand you shake his hand
1: and that's one thing I just want to say too Is I definitely understand that Wayne is uh, you know been in the comedy field for a good amount of time yeah he's the canary in the coal mine so I respect him as a comedian as well. That's, which is why I tried to book him as much as it's possible. It's a good idea, yeah, he is,
0: I think he's the funniest comic in Columbia. He's my favorite to watch. He always has like a new five, it seems like at open mics that are really funny. Yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> and I tell him this all the time. I'm sure it's embarrassing and annoying to hear. Yeah,
1: you're, you're really uh, just annoying to piss out at me. Just a
0: big fan, yeah. I have his autograph tattooed on my back, my lower back. Okay. <laughs> Is that
1: near the N-word too? You said you had that tattoo yeah. on there as well. That one's right behind my ear. <laughs> okay. It's tasteful. Okay. <laughs> this has been fun. Um, yeah, I love doing podcasts. Yeah, this is this, is, this has been real lax for me. Uh, I Just kept yeah. it lax.
0: Podcasts are just something that is just naturally something I enjoy. I listen to them all the time. When I did have one, I thought it was very fun. I have one episode out if you guys want to go watch it after you watched all of his. What's it called? Pun Pals Podcast. Pun Pals. If you go to my um, Twitter, maybe my Instagram, it's in my bio. It's on SoundCloud. I think it's like 50 minutes. It's pretty fun. It's me, Henry, who we mentioned, and a female comedian who, if you do listen to it, you will see that it is my girlfriend at the time. We are no longer dating, but she's a lovely woman. And um, it's funny. I enjoy it. It's probably got like maybe 60 views or listens. It's called Pun Pals.
1: Yeah. And it'll have all the information, names and stuff Mm -hmm. on there.
0: Yeah, it has our Twitter handles on there. All right. Uh,
1: That's cool. Pun Pals. Speaking of Roy Scoville, he's got Pen Pals, doesn't he?
0: I don't know. I didn't know he had a podcast. Yeah.
1: What's that about? It's him and Dave... Oh, no. I might be getting this confused. I didn't know he had one there's Kyle Canane and Dave Stone have uh, the boogie the booger monster what's it called uh, yeah I've heard of that one uh, something podcast this isn't good I think
0: we know people who've been on it
1: yes Wayne was on that I think and Jen yeah cause they know Dave Stone right? yeah and I think Kyle Canane was there for the festival or something yeah I
0: think Topher's done Doug Webb's movies too
1: I, I did he did he did and I saw that <laughs> That's movie. cool. I bet he was good at it. That's uh, I mean, Topher really you're that. referring
0: to. He's funny too.
1: And he knows a lot about movies. A lot. And you don't, trivia. You don't fucking win that show without knowing a lot about I that. know. You gotta be in it. I would be really bad at that show. Did he win? I don't
0: know. I, it, I'm pretty sure. I know not. so little about movies that the show doesn't appeal to me. I'm more of a getting dug with high type of a, a viewer. Okay. I like Kill Tony and... I used to watch that, yeah, but um, I just... Haven't in a while. I wonder if they're even still doing it.
1: Uh yeah, they are actually. Oh. They, they're back in the comedy store. And they're having guests, and they're having people that sign up somehow. Hmm. That's cool. Just no big audience. The audience sits yeah. out in the out like an outside patio watching it on TV.
0: Oh, I know where that is. Yeah.
1: It's cool. I imagine the patio is where all patios are. You know, it's outside. It's back patio. Oh.
0: but I it's not there
1: okay it's also a parking lot Well shows what I know yeah I tried to call you out
0: <laughs>
1: canceled um I listened to that I haven't listened to that lately but I've been mostly on like I said Bill Burr is like a inspiration for me yeah he's as far funny. as the solo and tenfold hat podcast same Tripoli. Fucking oh,
0: I saw him in person too. I almost said something. You should. have. I didn't. I got scared. Man, Who's that? at like a burger place that's right next to the comedy store that you go to. It's like a. It looks like a giant cruise ship, and it's probably gonna be there forever because it's a very interesting decor. That's cool. And the burgers are really cheap. It's walking distance from the comedy store, and they're really good too. And it's not. A so chain. you didn't
1: see him at the comedy store.
0: No, but it's walking distance. Like comedians are in there all the time. So you saw him at the store. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I saw him at the burger spot next to the store. And you didn't say anything? No, but I whispered to the people
1: I was with. You're was like, like, oh, that's Sam Triple. Like, that's Sam Tripoli.
0: And they're like, who? I was like, he's a comedian.
1: They didn't know he was. No. Wow. <laughs> no, they didn't. It's a bummer.
0: Yeah, it is a bummer. And when I saw Bobby Lee, I went, I love Diver Belly. Did you really? Went, yes. And he went, thanks. <laughs> and I saw Burt Kreischer on a hike, not at the store. And I said, the machine, and he went, from my car, me and Henry were doing a hike, and I saw him, he was like with people doing, going as we were leaving, and I screamed the machine at him. It was very exciting. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Henry was embarrassed, but I was like, how am I not going to say the machine? Right. It was the right move. I'm sure he loved it.
1: Dude, every famous person should have something like that, that they could catch just... a phrase, yeah. Like, if you see Keanu Reeves, you're just like, NEO!
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and he's the type of guy who I I think enjoys it. If it's quick like that. I didn't harass him.
1: I just acknowledged that I was a fan. Dude, what if you call out, you see Keanu Reeves, you're like, NEO! And then he just takes five minutes out of his day to come talk to you. He might. He seems
0: cool. That would be cool. I've never seen any of the John Wicks. That's, People uh, get angry when I say that, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm pretty upset. Like, get the I'm, fuck out of the house. Well,
0: Jimmy. I have HBO Max, but they only are streaming John Wick 3 or Wick 2 or something. And I can't just watch that. Can't just jump into a series. No, I gotta know why his puppy's dead. Right. Which is a spoiler that hour he was spoiled,
1: too. So that's also, like, one thing that makes you not want to watch something. Spoilers? Spoilers. And with fucking movie trailers nowadays, basically showing the entire movie. Like, they have a beginning and end. Like, no trailer should have the real timeline. Because you got to, like, stop watching a trailer if it's interesting. Like, Tenet. I was like, enough. Tenet looks cool. If you see it, like, progressing naturally in the trailer, it's like, you're showing me the movie. Like, all these action-packed things are 100% in the end.
0: I know. And the coolest parts. Yeah. Someone spoiled... Oh, what's that movie called? At an Open Mic in L.A.? A Star is Born. Have you seen it? They spoiled the whole suicide thing? Yes! In their set at an open mic I was at. And I was so... It was like a new movie. It was like a year old... It's so
1: interesting that that movie was spoiled for you. Because that movie was spoiled for me. Really? Mid-watch. And stopped watching it as soon as I found out. I've
0: never seen it. It would have been a crazy twist to watch it. Apparently it's been made many times, this movie. A Star is Born. Did you know that? There's like one from like the 60s. Same title, same plot. And maybe Uh, there's one from the 90s or something? That's another Google, I guess. I didn't... uh, Yeah, there's a Google... A Star is Born. A Star is Born. There's at least two. There's the new one, and there is an old one, and there might be one in between. Because they're all on HBO Max. Star is... And I do like Bradley Cooper, so.
1: Um, yeah, he's great. I, I liked him in yeah. American Did he, Sniper. He, like, directed
0: it or something?
1: Did he direct
0: Star is Born?
1: Star is Born? I only see the 2000. Okay. 1976, 1937. There, that's black and white, right? Okay, so I was even. I was off. It was. there's a, Yeah, 1976, black and white. Yeah. And. Horrible reviews on 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then the 1937 version, 100%. People love on, it. On so
0: Rotten the 70s tomatoes. one was a flop. They came back in 2017, did it come out? Twenty. Let me see. 18? I was in LA. Uh, 2018. Okay, that makes sense.
1: So the first one, Grand Success, 1937. People love they it. They remake it uh, almost... 30 years later didn't like it fucking almost 40 years later actually and people hated it and then how long has it been 2018 to 1976 what is that 42 years yeah wow so the first one was 39 year difference
0: movies were a different thing in in the 30s
1: yeah there's a lot of those older ones you can't really watch like um, um what's an old movie that What's the one where it's
0: like rosebud? Uh, It says rosebud. Rosemary? No,
1: it's... um, Rosemary? What's that guy? It's got Orwell in it. What's his name? Oh, man. I I haven't been up on my movie knowledge. Yeah,
0: people at home know. The the famous thing is Rosebud. That movie is black and white. Citizen Kane. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That's an old movie, black and white. But it is pretty good if you like that kind of thing. People are gonna be furious that I don't love and Kane.
1: There's mix of opinions on fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? It's just too old. You, and confusing. you can't try and please everybody. It's you know?
0: confusing he plays like two characters in two different time periods. I maybe I don't even
1: know. That's one thing I just wanna harp on, is you can't please everybody. That's true. I'm on the high horse to end the episode. Yeah. Because so we do have to wrap up here.
0: Alright, what time is it? How long have we been? Almost eight
1: thirty. We've just gone uh I think oh, wow. an hour fifty, around nice. around that. Did we get enough done? Yeah, dude, that's perfect. It was good, was right it around funny? two hours. I, I think it was listenable. Yeah. Okay. I wish we talked more about stand up. And I hope people were able to get past the N word beginning because that was really weird. Was it? It wasn't funny. I think it was funny because we I mean, we were trying to make each other laugh.
0: Yeah, I think people will know that it's a joke. Yeah. And we never even
1: say the N word. Right. You know. So I'm not going to worry too much about that. That was... I'm not worried about it. I think we definitely got over that part pretty well. If you well.
0: have problems with it, send all your hate mail to Timmy Clacius on Twitter, Instagram. Check out my TikTok, at Timmy Clacius, K-L-A-S-E-U-S. I got one posted. Go give it a like.
1: Yeah, go watch Timmy's TikTok. Go watch my
0: TikTok. And I might have more on the way. I think I'm going to do... You know, Donovan does ten 10-second 10 stories on Instagram, which is a good idea and is funny. I want to do it on TikTok. It gives you more time. And I think TikTok's where people are going. It's got the controversy with the Chinese thing. I'm going there. Go go to my TikTok. I might have a few close-up shots of me just riffing. I think I want to do, you know, funny videos of me on the dam.
1: You have to do nine-second story, though, because I'll hit you with a copyright.
0: No, my stories are going to be like a minute. How long's a TikTok? Fifty seconds? So
1: that's you're gonna do like 50 second story.
0: Yeah. And it's not gonna be a story, it's gonna I'm gonna try to make it stand up. That's the that's
1: the idea. Fifty second short. Sure, yeah, maybe. I'll I'll workshop the, the title, the series title. Because if it's anything similar to mine, I'll sue the fuck out of you. You can try. Uh, copyrights. 50 second riff. I'll get my lawyer I riff Warren, in there. A lawyer Lauren Michaels to help defend me.
0: 10 second wrap up no <laughs> you got it good with 10 second story yeah you got the market
1: cornered there see that is like a hashtag that I saw that nobody was using recently cause there had been some I don't think it was anybody doing it like I'm doing it So yeah. I looked up to see if it was taken you know on twitter yeah like 10, hashtag 10 second story and nothing really like what I was doing so and then you can highlight them on your page it's a good idea I do that with my tweets
0: highlight them on my Instagram I'll post them on my story and highlight them that's good but I like the idea of you doing that because I could do tweets but also do stuff like that I'm not saying I'm gonna steal your thing that's no. what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> if you're plotting dude I will kill you with the sword right now. <laughs> I'm fast the, the viewers heard me dodging. They can feel my body shift around. What they didn't see
1: though is your body shifting while your legs and feet yeah. stayed I'm, in the exact same area. I'm like
0: amorphous. Area. I'm like the blob. You stayed in the exact same area. You yeah. just take different shapes. You're just shoulder was going up and down. I'm like that blue girl from X Men, Mysterio. Well, to
1: me, this has been a very, very right. uh, big pleasure. <laughs> we gotta and... wrap. You gotta have me back. Yeah. We'll talk about stand up and stuff. Have
0: my back. Huh? I gotta have my back? Have me back. Have you back. Gotcha. I was like, have Have me back back on for a second episode. Yeah,
1: we will. We We can talk about stand up or whatever. Whenever you get vaccinated and head this way, I will have you back. (laughs) Get my tattoo
0: removed.
1: Yes. Uh, Remove that N-word. We don't want people seeing that everywhere. Yeah. Um, But that wraps it up, dude. All All right, right. cool. Appreciate you coming. Fun time. And uh, tell everyone how you're staying sane in this climate. Working five days a week, which is a luxury. I kind
0: of do enjoy my job. I've been working warehouses for a long time, and this is a good good gig. And um, exercise. You guys listen to music?
1: I love music. I, Dude, we didn't even talk
0: about that. I know. I could talk about rappers for like three you, hours. You can. All right. So
1: you on Instagram post so, so many music. So much music. music.
0: If Thanks. you want to know what the best rap songs are, follow my Instagram story. You're going to get the hits. And if you could just say three artists to listen to. Okay, new, old.
1: Anything, go.
0: Uh, top three, just do it. Right now, my top three is, you go listen to Polo G, any song by Polo G. Chicago guy, he's young, he's like 21. He's awesome. Go look him up. He's got big hits, so you won't have any trouble finding a banger. And then my two spot, I'm gonna keep going younger, guys. Lil TJ, L-I-L space T. J-A-Y, he's a New York City rapper, he's like 19, I like the young cats, he's like 19, go listen to his song, Go In, it's from 2019, Uh, that's my favorite by him, but he's also got a lot of hits. Third artist to listen to, uh, Chef G, he's a drill rapper from New York City, I like him a lot too, Tiptoe is his single he just released about a month ago go stream it it's very good so those are your three we had the first Polo G. yes second Lil T J Lil T J third Chef G S H E F F space G he's also got a good
1: song Wait On Me that's a good one or Chief Keef and falls Fails if you want to listen to what I've been listening to yeah go to Pandora and type in 60s French pop. Ooh, he's got a long cigarette holder. Yes. Scarf. I am sipping on some water with pop. my pinky. Some coffee. Uh, Tiny little coffee that'll make you vomit. It's that Right. Strong. I am so fancy right now. Mm. Go listen to that and go look up Timmy on Instagram. Yeah. And if you want to send any questions, topics, uh, just say anything to yes. me. Yes. Just email me at don't go postal podcast at gmail.com. Uh, This episode has helped me stay sane. I hope it has done the same for you, Timmy. Yes. I hope it does the same for everyone listening. I follow back. I'm interactive on social media. He's (laughs) interactive and he will keep you from going sane. Yeah, I'll help you out. By uh, adding you a follower there. Yeah, I'll follow back. Alright, he does not care about numbers. No. I, on the other hand, tend to not follow people back. He's got a good ratio. I I don't follow people back. He's Hollywood. I'll go through every now and then and unfollow people. Alright, later. Goodbye. Bye. Oh,